0: Welcome in to The Outlaw Lawyer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show, the legal radio show and the smoothest and slickest law show in town. Get ready to be seduced by the sultry sounds of legal discourse as we bring you the latest updates on all things legal from high-stakes courtroom drama to juicy celebrity scandals. We've got it all covered, so sit back, relax and let our smooth voices guide you through the legal landscape. This is The Outlaw Lawyer and we're here to make your legal troubles disappear like a smooth, silky groove. <laughs> and now, Outlaw Lawyer. Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay Varina, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the legalese every single week and we also give you an opportunity if you've got a situation you're facing and you've got questions you can always get in touch with Whitaker and Hamer here's the number 800-659-1186 that's 800-659-1186 or you can email questions to the show questions at the outlawlawyer.com what a tremendous intro Josh let's bring you in (laughs) and please explain that 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 verbiage was not from me but it was from somewhere else
1: Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So if you were if you were listening last week, well, if you've been listening the past couple of months, you know, Joe and I are very infatuated with chat GPT and what AI can can do and and come up with now. So last week, chat GPT wrote your intro, Morgan, and they wrote it in the style of a uh, 80s shock jock. All right. So this this week, we went a little different. Joe, what was our prompt this week? we went uh,
2: and this was your it was your prompt man <laughs> you've got the brain for this uh, it was a sultry. R- 90s r quiet storm style intro.
0: I'm sorry, I, so. I gave it more of a tractor pull. You know, I, I, I thought it was great. I thought all it right. was very well done. Okay. I, I, yeah, very
2: yeah. well written and very well done. Yeah, it was really good. It was way better than the rest of the show is going to be. That's for
1: sure. <laughs> that was <laughs> the peak. <laughs> Down all downhill. I miss that man. I don't. I, that, that, maybe that lives somewhere on on radio now, but I miss that. that oh, it's there. There somewhere.
0: I don't know where. The but quiet storm. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, and you walk it right up to the post. I mean, you just don't hear much anymore
1: you know what made me think about that I got in the car and uh uh Amazon Music came up I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna listen to on the ride over here because I got a long ride to the studio I was gonna figure out what I was gonna listen to and uh Sade's Greatest Hits came up so Mm -hmm. I did a little Sade's Greatest Hits on the way to the to the studio so I'm feeling very mellow very quiet stormy yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and that intro puts
2: you right right back That's in there. Right. I wasn't <laughs> mellow, man. I came in here jacked up. You did. You yeah, seem like chugging my I was chugging my coffee, man, pounding it. <laughs> and um <laughs> so I came in here caffeinated to the gills. Wow, right? and you're throwing Sade out there. Yeah, and you throw sade out there, and now I just want to take a nap.
1: I had a, I had a, uh, I say I had, I had a good friend in, in uh, high school and college and in, in my early uh, years who passed away, unfortunately, oh. but. Uh, oh man, you keep bringing the, I know, sorry, bringing, bringing this vibe down, man. Um, uh, but, but anyway, one of the things he would do, uh, you know, this is back in the day when you, with one of our activities, like one of our favorite hobbies was we mm-hmm. had time as, as kids, high schoolers, college students. We go to the used CD store, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that place called, man? Well, was there
2: like one particular one? What well, was that one? You know what I'm talking about?
1: Well, there's one. One. The one at State. Yeah, what was that one called? Near Cup of Joe? You yeah, that's not the one you're talking about. Yeah,
2: it's the one. I don't remember. Isn't what there th- like a one?
1: Yeah, I don't remember what that was called.
2: What was the one over by? Uh, was it Mission Valley Theater? They had one. Yeah, one? yeah, yeah what yeah. was that one called? I don't remember. That's the one I remember as a boy. Yeah, it was beside the Cup of Joe. Yep.
1: that's the one you're talking about. See? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ever doubt me, man. <laughs> well, I, we used to go there, and he would just bring up, you know, um, he would just bring to me CDs. Oh, He's like, man, called- you got to listen to this CD. Why? And, I would, and that was one of the Greatest Hits came out. That was back in the day. There was like a three-year period where everybody did their greatest hits. I don't know. There was any anybody from like the 80s and 90s put out a Greatest Hits album, and so Shoddy's Greatest Hits. But what was the name of that
2: place, man? School Kids Records? Was that it? Is that what it's called oh, now? Yeah. That, that was on,
1: a, yeah, that was a great spot. Was,
0: Record Bar, School Kids Records. Oh,
1: Record Bar. School Kids was on Hillsborough Street. Was
2: it also at Mission Valley? This place is It's at Mission Valley now. I'm trying to find what the name of that place mm-hmm. was because I remember that place. Yeah. Um, I bought like the first CDs I ever bought there. That's a true story, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to have UCDs, and then uh, uh, I'm trying to think yeah, it. And I guess now it's just record stores, right? You go to you go to record stores, right? You, can you don't go to anywhere now. You just get it off of the internet. There's there's virtually right. But if you wanted to shop for your music, you would. I think you'd go to
2: like a like bookstores
0: even like old
2: used bookstores uh, have. Oh records. yeah, like
0: Borders. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Barnes and Noble they would have a music section. They don't anymore. It's not quite as popular as it used to be, man.
1: So the point of the story is that was a thing that we used to do all the time that we no longer do. That was a thing like you had like it's Saturday, you know. When you're a kid, when you're a student, sometimes you have some leisure time. You don't really get that as adults. and You didn't have kids. the internet.
2: You couldn't just sit on the internet. You couldn't right. play you video go, you go games get a, all day with your friends. You I guess get, you could. You by go yourself. meet somebody,
1: you get a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and then you peruse yeah. used <laughs> music media.
2: Man, we're talking about perusing. And you just, you know, another thing, g- the kids these days, man, the like, kids. think about going to like a video store, like a, not even a block. I'm talking like pre Blockbuster. I'm talking like a town video store and just picking a movie based off of the uh that would the, be that would be the a cover. Yeah, yeah. That would be a VHS tape. Yeah. That was you peruse, man. You can't I bet you don't even have a VHS player.
1: I, I do have one. You would have, have one I do have one. You asked the wrong person. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I uh I'm trying to get my Dreamcast working. Oh. Well good luck with that. I yeah. got I've got all the old systems up in the attic and uh I'm not going to try to get it. Why why would I plug them in? There's no point in doing it. But uh, I've got them. Yeah. So... But yeah, I miss that man. I miss being able to go and just pick a pick a movie based off of the uh, the cover, man. And I guess you can still do it with a thumbnail. It's just not the same.
1: You remember if you were going to Blockbuster and you didn't get there early enough on like a Friday, how crazy Blockbuster was? Oh, no, it'd be insane, yeah. man. Or if there was like a new movie that came out, they'd have
2: like twenty five copies of it, but they'd all be gone. Yeah, <laughs> you'd always
0: have to cruise by the return yep. rack. Yes, they're, they're that's about true. to put them up on the wall. They're sitting right there and. They have them categorized, and you just kind of gonna sneak by, and you kind of look, and if you see your uh, your title,
1: you grab it. You know what the best part of Blockbuster was, though, it was the when the movies were too old and they had to sell them for like a buck, mm-hmm. and you get oh tons of movies yeah, that you, way. That's man. how I got Casino. Yeah, I <laughs> got a lot of
2: movies that way, man. A lot of movies that way. I miss that, man. Yeah. Well, if I ever get, if I ever just get ridiculously rich, I'm opening a crappy lose money video store <laughs> just for the purposes of nostalgia.
1: They're still open, man. If you go to the right place, I mean, in Raleigh, I don't think you're gonna find any, or Charlotte. But you go to the right places, uh, they're still there. I think
2: they do that at the Alamo uh, Draft House place, right? They rent movies there. I'm pretty sure. Mm, and haven't. I think you can rent like a VHS player too, since most folks
1: ah. don't have them.
0: But uh, and there's still red boxes around. You see them every now and then. Yeah, let's come on, man. Let's
1: well, you wouldn't know it, but what we're going to do today, what we do every week, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to talk about blockbuster for the next 45, 50 yeah. minutes. Yep. All right. Well, this is the Outlaw Lawyer. It is a show where we me and Joe uh, designed this show to sit down and talk about legal items in the news and answer listener questions uh, that you might have for an attorney. So last week we spent a lot of time answering uh, questions uh, this week where there's actually enough stuff in the news that I thought we should talk about. And uh, I'll go ahead and preface this by saying, you know, Joe and I, when we're on the show, we're very apolitical. We're apolitical outside of the show, too. But on the show. We don't take an angle. We don't care if you're Republican. We don't care if you're Democrat. We don't care if you're unaffiliated. When we talk about stuff that's politically charged, we try to talk about it just like it came into our office, just like it's a client that's coming to our office and said, Hey, here's what I'm dealing with. And we try to look at it as reasonable experienced attorneys. Um, and so that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to talk about some stuff that is kind of politically charged. So the, you know, in our next segment, we're going to talk about, uh, we're in the studio on Wednesday. So I always remind people that. So if you're listening to us uh, via podcast, or on radio stations Saturday and Sunday. There's going to be a lot of news that comes out on this. And so we're getting together Wednesday morning in the studio. We're going to talk about uh, the the Donald Trump charges, right? So there's an, a Manhattan a DA, and that's the big uh, news right now is that there might indict former President Donald Trump on some charges. And so I thought it would be good. Most of the articles that I've read – are really just focusing on what's going to happen once he's charged. You know, they're worried about protest, maybe some violence, uh, the the presidential election. So all the news that I'm reading is kind of forward-focused on what's going to happen as a result of this. I didn't find a lot about what's actually happening as far as the charges go, evidence, uh, what the trial might look like, things like that. And so I thought it would be, again, I use this word too much, interesting if if Joe and I discussed the actual charges um, and so we're going to do that. Um, we're gonna spend some time. I know Attorney General, the North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein just uh, spoke out on MV Realty. Um, me and Joe, our firm handles a lot of real estate transactions. Uh, this is a company out of I believe out of Florida uh, that tries to get people to they pay people money in exchange. Uh, for a contract where if they're going to the list of their house in the next 40 years, they will use MV Realty. Um, and we've run into that a time or two, Joseph. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, got a few other things. There's a gambling bill before the House. And Joseph and I are, uh, I think it's fair to say, we're proponents of sports gambling. Yeah, man. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great thing. I think it's I think it's super healthy. Uh, you know? so yeah. we're going to talk about that, and then uh, we've got a few listener questions. So we got a uh, a veritable cornucopia of legal topics to discuss.
0: All right, big words on the show today. The Outlaw Lawyers Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. Whitaker and Hamer Law Firms, where you can find them. Offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. And just remember Josh and Joe are pricing attorneys here in North Carolina and again managing partners of the firm. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing you've got questions and you need some answers I've got a phone number for you. 800- 659 1186. That's 800 659 1186. Leave your contact information briefly what that call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show and we'll answer them on a future broadcast. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back right after this. Welcome back into the Outlaw Liars, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, the managing partners there and practicing attorneys here in North Carolina offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena. Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We hit the legal topics each and every week. If you've got a situation you're facing, got a question for the attorneys, you can always call the firm 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. And leave your contact information briefly what the question is about, the call is about, and they will be in touch with you. You can also email the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Josh, where are we going first?
1: Well, uh, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about I can't imagine a more controversial issue to have to reasonably discuss than anything surrounding Donald Trump, right? Because you're either, when you're talking to somebody, it's hard to find someone who's indifferent,
2: Yeah, Have you heard about this Donald Trump guy? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's really out there. He's polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was a president.
2: <laughs> I have. I know I, him from that sh- that TV show. You know, I think
1: as a, I think as a, as a society, you know, we we get to, we've gotten to a point where I think most most people, most reasonable people, can maybe shy away, especially like if you're in the business community, kind of shy away from, from talking about anything political because it is so polarized, right? Cowards. <laughs> so, I would never. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, when I talk to people, they either they either you know love. Love Trump, right? Big, big Trump supporters. Or they think he's the devil incarnate, right? And there doesn't seem to be any in between. And usually the in
2: between are the more like. The re like the, the, the people who are in between, man. Those are my those are in between people who can see both sides. <laughs> but you're right. There's few. There's not a ton of them, right? right. They're few and far Especially anyone you just meet that's willing to discuss it with you. They're usually <laughs> they're usually b- hardcore one way or the other, man. And, and here here people at, who are dying to talk
1: to you about Donald Trump <laughs> have a strong opinion about it. I you know here at that Outlaw lawyer we really try to minimize uh, politics because politics really shouldn't should not play into uh, some of the things that we're going to talk about, they do. We're not. We're not stupid. We understand that they do, but we try to talk about it from, from that in between perspective. That's right. right? Yep. And so, and so here the past past week or two, and I'm sure by the time we get to we get to air, there'll be some some news we're not privy to. But right now, it seems that there's a Manhattan DA who is is working on uh, getting Mr. Trump indicted on. You know, the I think it's a little speculative. We know we know the facts, but when I when I tried to try to read up on it so it seems like you know this all goes back you know Mr Trump is alleged to have had a affair with uh what's her name Stormy Daniels right. Wow so.
0: you were real quick with that <laughs> Well I, I, I'm not going to it's not did, like I did a bunch research. of research you did yeah. some research <laughs> huh? It's not like I googled her uh, who, I'm, who I'm looking at an article.
2: Stormy, Daniels. No, Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels Stormy Daniels Stormy uh, Daniels number 27 on the list of, <laughs> no I don't know what number she is it's got to be low
1: so, so he had an alleged affair uh, with, with Stormy Daniels, and then uh, there was some kind of non-disclosure agreement that was worked out between his attorney at the time and and Ms. Daniels, and there was some some money paid as part of that non-disclosure. So some people call that hush money, some people would call that a settlement agreement, some people call that a non-disclosure. But anyway, there was a contract. There was an agreement between the two of them to say, hey, we're not going to talk about this. Uh, there was some other litigation, and and it, it kind of came out despite this non disclosure agreement. And anyway, so the the crux of the issue appears to be, from what I can tell, Joseph, and maybe you've read something else. The crux of the issue is is so some money. I think it was like one hundred and thirty grand. So a hundred thousand plus was paid to Miss Daniels as part of this agreement. Um, however, you feel about that, that's what happened. That's what was done. And so what's happening now is. Uh, you know, Mr. Trump's former attorney, who helped him on this matter, has turned state's witness. Right? Is is was uh, working right. with prosecutors, and they're alleging uh, that Mr. Trump, uh, former President Trump, falsified business records. They wrote wrote this off, wrote this Tried up, try to
2: make it appear as if it was legal fees as opposed to what it was. And then they're they're taking an angle as well, where I think they're trying to classify it as an
1: improper uh, campaign donation. So. <laughs> That's right. So the, the initial charge, though, is is a simple misdemeanor, right? So it falsify, And in some states, that's not even a, a thing that's illegal. Like you shouldn't falsify your business records. But in some states, that's not illegal unless you couple it w- with something else. There's not like an independent charge for falsifying uh, business records because they're your business records, sure. right? And this is, you know. So they're basically saying that this was itemized wrong, this was entered into the Mr. Trump's business ledger incorrectly, and that at best that charge by itself is a misdemeanor. But uh, well, we're going to get it to a felony, right? That, but yeah, but they they're connecting it and saying this is this is part of some election campaign finance fraud, which would make it a felony punishable by at least four years, well, at least punishable up to yeah. four years in prison. Um, so. You know, this has been an ongoing issue. I don't know when the when the thing started, but is that your understanding, Joseph? Yeah, that's
2: you. You nailed the understanding. So you start at you start at that misdemeanor, and then it, it's not. It's the elevation from misdemeanor to felony is. Uh, it, it comes from the the prosecutors are going to have to show that that Trump intended to defraud, um, which could be. Intent to commit or conceal a second crime and that second crime there the it seems the allegation is going to be that there was that violation of election law. So Hush money itself may not be inherently illegal, like you said, like you can call it a lot of things and it in and of itself may not be illegal. But when they argue that that payout basically became an improper donation to his campaign and they, you know, the argument being that it benefited his candidacy because it silenced something that would have been damaging to it. I think that's where you start
1: getting at that second crime to me. Uh, and again, I'm just I'm just speaking like if this came across my desk, if this was something I was looking at, I'm not a district attorney. I have never been on that side of it. And you've never paid off porn stars as far as I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, you look at this and, you know, uh, I, I just don't see that there's enough there. Like if I was the prosecutor, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe this would have been a good show to have a, a, a local you know, ADA assistant district attorney or somebody on the show to talk about their, their angle from the prosecution side. We're, we're defense, right? That's what our firm would do. Our, our firm would be in the, on the criminal defense side. But man, if I looked at that as a criminal defense attorney, I just don't, I feel like that's a tough burden to have to prove a a misdemeanor. I I, like, I don't know that they can prove the misdemeanor, let alone like get to that second step.
2: Yeah, it's tough, man. Me, I, I agree with you. And, um, if you look at all the literature on this right now, it, it seems like that's the consensus among all legal experts. Uh, New York prosecutors, you know, according again to these legal export experts, have never they've never before combined that falsifying business records charge with a violation of election law. And um, in, in, not just in a presidential camp election, but in any federal campaign. So it, it's an un, it's uncharted territory. And I think it's it's very possible you could see the judge, you know, outright throw it out or yeah. reduce it back to, to the misdemeanor that it was. But uh, we talk about how we're very apolitical, right? And we're we're gonna remove the politics from it. But you look at this and this decision to prosecute and this entire thing, and it's about as political as it gets, man.
1: You know, it's gotta be. I, I you know, you know, you might you might be inclined to think that that Mr. Trump former president Trump has done a lot of things wrong, done a lot of things bad. And maybe, and maybe that's the case. Like I'm not here to defend Trump, but it seems of all the things, if you, if you're inclined to believe that he's done wrongdoing, it seems like this has got to be the smallest of all the wrongdoings you believe. You know, I I just, this seems so minute and minor, like you're almost, I feel like if, if, if this is politically motivated, I, I don't know. I don't even want to speculate, but yeah, it, seemed, it seems pretty weak to me. And, and I'm just looking at it from the criminal defense side, but I, I see so many, you're going to have to prove he knew about it. You're going to have to prove, you know, your witnesses are a former porn star and uh, his former attorney who served federal prison time. Right. I mean, unless they're holding some bombshell that we don't know about. Yeah. that
2: it, it, And that, that's always a possibility. Um, but at the same time, this is, this is something that's been widely publicized. I think, We've we've gotten a lot of reporting about what's going on behind closed doors and what the the grand jury has seen. And um, I don't know, man, it'll it, it's super political. Right. And like you said, you're talking about one of the he's got to be one of the most polarizing people that there's ever been. Right. right. Yeah, like, I think so. I, I'd like to if you put a list together of like the most polarizing people in terms of like you've got people that would just lay in front of a truck for him for (laughs) some reason. You got people who would run those people over (laughs) in the truck. So it's, you got both extremes, man. And when you, when you've got someone like that, you see situations like this. And like, there's folks out there who just, they, they hinge on this, right? Like this is everything to them, like him going down for this or him not going down for this. And that's why it makes you a little nervous. You talk about, there could be protests and there could be violence as a result of this. And, um, you've got people who look at it again. It's crazy how you see both people on both sides, man. And you've got people who look at it as like, it's everything that he goes down for this. And like, as strongly as you believe that it's not a, it's a minor thing. They believe this is everything. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got people who are like, if this happens, man, this is the fabric of our society being right. eroded. <laughs> and, um, it's rare that you get those types of issues, man.
1: If someone came into my office, you know, we're we're again, this is a good time to remind you, Joseph and I uh, we're the partners of Whitaker and Hamer. We're a statewide law firm here in North Carolina, but we are only licensed to practice in North Carolina. So if somebody came into my office here in North Carolina, let's say this is something you could even be charged with in North Carolina. Uh, I would take that case, man. I'd be like, hey, man, we, could, we, we got some we can work for you here. We can do some good stuff for you here because this is all. Um, going to be hard to prove. And then finding, you know, if this goes before a jury, finding a jury who's not prejudiced already, you know, talking about polarizing. like, yeah. And he's like, it's going to get appealed. You know, this is not going to be, you know, he's not going to come in here and plead guilty. So the prosecution is going to have to really hard. I'd be really interested uh, to find out what um, some prosecutors think about this. Because if you think he's a bad dude and you want to take him down, I just don't know that this is the one I would, Choose, and I've seen that in a lot of uh, media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, that's the actual charges. Not many people are talking about what the actual charges are. But that we're talking about a misdemeanor that could be parlayed into a felony, um, and that's it. That's all we're talking about. Yeah, I think you see that a lot with
2: with Trump again, man. You see the f- the. F- a lot of times you get the extremes on both sides. And again, they're not interested in the the facts like no, neither side's going to look too (laughs) deeply into it. It's just, they see the article, they can see the headline and it's like, let's go, man. I'm reading it. I'm
0: put let's do it. What do you mean like former president porn star? Yeah. I mean it's going to get a lot of Yeah, clicks. charges against Donald Trump. That's all they need to see and they're like this So
1: I had to do a lot of you know, I'd been following it, you know. Here comes the research. Oh yeah. So I'll do the Stormy Daniels research. You do the rest. I googled it and I had to I mean I had to do like 9 or 10 clicks before I got to like, "Hey, what is the actual charge going to be?" Sure. And I think it was an AP story, actually, but I found a good, I found a good story that kind of did it. And I went and looked at some statutes, but, uh, but anyway, we'll see what the fallout is. Uh, it, it seems to me, this seems to be, what, what would you say? Much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. I think you could, you could say that.
0: <laughs> I, I did. You did say that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the outlaw lawyers. We are uh, finishing up the conversation on the Trump charges. Uh, coming up next, MV Realty. And again, what that means for North Carolina. Uh, the lawyers will be addressing that. Now, if you have a legal situation that you're facing and you've got some questions, you need some answers, I've got a phone number for you 800. 800- Six five nine eleven eighty six. That's eight hundred six five nine one one eight six. Leave your contact information briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show. Questions at the outlawlawyer.com. More outlaw lawyer right after this. Welcome back into the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners of Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, hosts of the show, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina, and offices conveniently located almost everywhere Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now down at the coast, Moorhead City. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week it is Legalese. They get into the topics, the, uh, everybody's talking about them, and you get an opportunity. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing, you can always contact the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. And you leave your contact information briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can email us here at the show, questions at outlawlawyer.com We'll answer those on a future program. And I believe we're going to go real estate next.
1: We are. We are. Uh, we'll get there. But you know, I was just thinking during the break, we, you know, we were talking about Blockbuster. We were talking about how we used to go get used CDs and... And how it's not that way anymore. Uh, but I figured, I thought it'd be, what is your favorite best of tape, CD, album, whatever it is, your favorite, and it doesn't have to be your favorite artist, but your favorite best of? Ooh.
2: Well, you know I don't have favorites of anything <laughs> other than favorite two radio co-hosts, <laughs> which is clearly the two of you. <laughs> but... um. You know what a good one? You know what a good one man? A uh, good one. Meatloaf.
0: Ah, meatloaf. All right, well that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> good. You're you're right, it's good. Wow, that is so, so that, you're yeah. ahead of your time there. That yeah, you
2: were ahead old. of my you, time. Come on man, it's Meatloaf. You were pretty young back then. Yeah.
1: So I I like a lot of different music, uh, you know, Do and you, you like, like Meatloaf. I'm getting there. All right my my wife likes a lot of a lot of music. Very you know we. What,
0: what, what's her favorite genre? What does what she like to? She's to uh,
1: she's kind of she was raised on the the 60s 70s rock. So oh, I think that's nice. where she she's a big meatloaf like fan. meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. She's a big meatloaf fan. Who's not?
2: I'm not. What? I want to like him. For what reason? I want to like him. Other him. than because you're an idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to be more of a meatloaf, but a meatloaf. A meat, meatloaf. A meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf.
2: I want to be more of a, a loaf. That's, a, that's what we call but the fans. I, I
1: just can't get there. Like uh, But wait, why? I, I, I don't There's know. There's really two uh, reasons. It's, it's too, it's too um, good. <laughs> op- opera-y, right? It's too uh, It's too that. Okay.
2: Like, so that you is, don't like art. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not, my yeah. mom would put the meatloaf on while she was cleaning. Again, so much for me is just like nostalgic resonation of these things that I remember from my my childhood. So that's a lot of the, the meatloaf appeal.
1: I have a I have a theory. It's it's not a super interesting theory, but it does have to do with meatloaf. I have a theory that you can either be um you're either a fan of meatloaf or you're a fan of Eddie money, but you can't be both. Okay. Maybe so. I've never met anybody who's like super into meatloaf and super into Eddie money, both who passed away recently. Yes. Yeah. Tragic. It's tragic. Yeah. If I had, I had to choose between the two, still. meatloaf. Yeah, yeah see, all go, day, man. I go Eddie Money, man.
2: Who wins in a fight? You tell me the answer. to That um, well,
1: Eddie Money was a pretty big guy, scrappy. What? <laughs> Come Eddie Money. Money, meatloaf
2: would fall on him and it would be over. Do you see? How, if you watch meatloaf do anything, and he tries harder than you've ever tried <laughs> at anything in your life, man, <laughs> sweating. Yeah, he's everything. giving it a thousand percent, yes. and I can respect that. Does Eddie Money give it a thousand percent? I think so, man. Okay, yeah. all
1: right. He's shaking. He's always shaking. Yeah. Hey, you know who meatloaf.
2: God, Meat what is Loaf? with you and not being able to say Meat Loaf's name? Loaf. Meat Put Loaf. Put some respect
1: <laughs> on that. Meat Loaf. Do you know who Meat Loaf's son-in-law is? No, but he's probably awesome, too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Oh, really, his
2: see. Daughter. Who's uh-huh. Eddie Money's son-in-law? I don't know.
1: He's not that cool.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Morgan, great best of. ACDC. Live. That's good, too, man. That's good. Give, me, give that. me another one. You were too quick with that one. <laughs> Give me a deep cut,
0: <laughs> yeah. Give me a give me your sneaky. Mm, they're not sneaky. They're just classics, man. So I, I, I love Rolling Stones greatest hits. I mean, I, I just yeah. Did you do sneaky. yours? You didn't do yours. No, no I was waiting for him all to right. do his. Right. And, and I don't like Journey. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: all right. I can. That's another one that my mom would clean to. Man, yeah, what's your mom used to clean
1: to? <laughs> like carpenters. The uh, okay. carpenters fan, not me personally. But you, but you've got yeah, to, like when right. the,
2: you hear the carpenters, that's you right. probably think that's what I think of. To like, man, this house is going to be so clean.
1: There is a if you're so my 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 non sneaky pick, my main more more mainstream pick is there is a Leonard Skinner box set. Oh, it's yeah. green. Okay, yeah. it's got a lot of most of Leonard the Leonard Skinner that I like is most of the stuff that you don't hear on the radio, but a lot of deep cuts. It's four discs. It's really good. My sneaky pick is Cinderella Man. Cinderella's Greatest Hits. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. Myrtle Beach <laughs> on the way down.
0: On the way down.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. That's, All right. That's good. All, All right. right. Well, back to the law, which is what we're supposed to be doing. All right. All, All right. right. So I uh, I've seen this a lot. I woke up I woke up the other day to some news, and so the North Carolina Attorney General has is kind of uh, going to bring uh, an action against uh, M V. Realty, And so I, th- I think they're based out of Florida. I, I might be wrong on that. I, c- I can't remember.
2: MV Realty is
1: based
2: out, I don't know, I'll say Florida. <laughs> I thought it was going to be right here in this article. But so this,
1: uh, this, is a, this is a company. Uh, there's a lot of this in real estate. There's companies that do things that are, by the strict letter of the law, may be illegal, but are a little bit sneaky in, 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 in a way. And so these these folks, you know, I, I have to be very careful because they're just alleged of doing things that are, you know, the attorney general doesn't like, but I don't know anybody I don't represent in the realty, but we see them. We do title searches, right? If you go to buy a piece of property and the contract comes to us, we're going to do a title search. We're going to look back 30, 60, sometimes over a hundred years, depending on what the circumstances require. We're going to make sure there's no liens and there's no obligations outstanding on that property and that your seller can sell it to you free and clear um, and so when we're doing these title searches, we've seen these pop up. And so, you know, what it appears uh, these folks do is, is they, they come to you and they offer you a certain amount of money. I've seen $6,000, i have seen 2000 but they offer you some money and say, look, I'm going to give you this money now. Sures. Do with it what you want. You sign this agreement that I'm going to record down at the Register of Deeds, uh, and, and, and when you decide to sell your property, whenever that may be, in the next 40 years, you have to use me as a listing real estate agent, meaning they would be the real estate agent who got a commission mm-hmm. uh, for selling your house. They would put it on MLS. They would they would advertise it. They would sell it for you. They'd be your real estate agent as a seller. And so in exchange for this amount, you know, what's we'll call it $5,000. So in exchange for $5,000, you're saying, if I sell my house in the next 40 years, which you will most likely do, yeah. right? Most people do sell <coughs> a house. And I mean, 40 years is a long time then they have to be your real estate agent and it's, it makes it hard for you to sell your house. It can be a title defect. Um, and then they don't want your money back, right? You can't, you you, you know, they've got this lean, uh, and this ends up acting as kind of a lien on your house and makes it difficult to sell. We've seen this kill a bunch of deals. I've seen it kill two or three transactions, I think.
2: Yeah, it is a lien. It's not like, like a lean. It's a, lien. like it's a, it's a cloud on your title. It's a cloud on title. That's it a good it legal exists. Term. And, um, You know, the argument from the, the attorney general of our great state is that, uh, it's unfair, it's unlawful and they're preying on kind of unsuspecting vulnerable folks. And, um, most of the folks who are doing this are folks that generally, you know, need some money at the time. Right. And, uh, again, they're they're entering into these agreements and they're getting this money, right? Like it's not, that I don't think the allegations are like, they're not receiving what they were told, but I I think that it's more that they don't fully understand the implications of, of the agreement. So, uh, but yeah, you're right, man. I've seen it torpedo some deals for
1: sure. Yeah. This is, this is akin to, you know, when you buy a house, there's a lot of stuff going on public records, a deed, there might be a deed of trust, um, the, the county, the state, they want a lot of that information for tax records. And so a lot of this is public record. And when you buy a house, you a lot of times get solicited in the mail. They try to make it sound very urgent, like you need to. I think it was like 83 bucks. If you pay us 83 bucks, we'll get you a copy of your deed. You yep. need this. Yep. And you don't need it. You don't, sure. need it. you don't need it at all. But if you pay them 83 bucks for it and they actually send you something, well, it's not fraud, right? Because they yeah. did what they said they were going to do. And so, you know, this outfit operates, and it's a little unethical, right? It's a little sketchy because they're selling you something no one it, needs. It's a little
2: sketchy, but then again, the interest of, of us always presenting both sides of the argument, which is what we do here, because we have integrity. That's right. You, you look at it from their perspective, and their perspective is like, look, we're offering this program, and if you're selling your house with a realtor, you're entering into uh, an exclusive right to list agreement with that realtor, and you're agreeing to pay them money, but you're getting no benefit out of the gate. They're giving you nothing. We're giving you money out of the gate right. immediately, and then if you look Look at the entire term of this agreement, it's gonna be comparable in terms of what you're ultimately gonna pay out, and they're giving you nothing for it. Um and, and then their other argument, this is where their argument falls apart if you're if you're not an idiot, but their other argument is there's no liens put on your property and what we're doing doesn't affect their cloud your title. And that's a flat out erroneous statement you know Uh, I think they're saying that they just file a memorandum that lets folks know about this agreement but what they don't understand is that is the very definition of a cloud on your title you have the cloudiest title that you can have (laughs) and uh, I think that's if they are out there that is where it falls apart for me personally if you're representing like hey we're not doing you know there's nothing there's no lien on your property there's no cloud it's it's I guess technically there's no lien in the sense that they can't they can't go out and execute anything to foreclose or realize this lien, but it's a billion percent of cloud in your title, and it's going to kill your closing dead unless you resolve it.
1: Yeah, it's you know when something gets recorded, it's out there. You know, we 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 talk about this on the show all the time, but you know when we search title, we find old deeds of trust, right? Maybe that didn't get canceled from people two, three owners before you, but it's still technically a lien we may all feel pretty confident it's been paid off or something would have happened by now. You'd have been foreclosed on, or but but it's still there. And that's always the worst call I have to call somebody. Say, Look, man, I know you, this isn't in your name, but 15 years ago, so-and-so John Smith got a lien when he owned your property and it was never properly canceled, and you're going to have to take care of it, and it ain't going to be a lot of fun. It ain't going to be one phone call.
2: It's a bummer of a call um, to get. But,
1: uh, but this is too. We've had a lot of people who have sold their property, uh, you know, thought they were going to, you know, get their mortgage paid off and, and move on. And then we call them and be like, Hey, did you take this? Did you get $3,000 from envy realty? And, and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That, and that, you, you know, again, it's usually, at least what I've seen personally, it's, you know, someone who's been in bankruptcy really needed the money and somebody whose spouse just died. Like these folks seem to find people who, who maybe have a, an immediate need, but Anyway, it'll be fun to see how it plays out. This is another this is another item though. I'll be interested to see what the arguments are for the attorney who's going to defend MV Realty from these charges because I think there's some like you said there's some arguments to be made.
0: MV Realty making the show today. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. They're your hosts. They're also the managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing, you've got some questions, you need some answers, I've got a phone number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. 86. Leave your contact info, briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. You can also email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. When we come back, sports betting and North Carolina, yes, it makes the show. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker & Hamer Law Firm, hosts of the Outlaw Lawyers. They're practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Josh, take it away.
1: All right. We've talked about some legal stuff today. I feel pretty good. Yeah, man. So let's derail this
2: train. <laughs> no, no. let uh, more about uh, Blockbuster and Cinderella's greatest hits. No,
1: I was going to tell you, you know, we were talking last week. If you listened last week, we were talking about the guy who's using uh AI bot to draw all Wrestler 50 presidents. Yeah, yeah, all 50 presidents as wrestlers. So he keeps just changing his theme. And I was, mm. uh, what was that guy's name? you remember? I can find it. Okay. I'll find we'll it. We'll say his He'll name. Give me a few yeah. minutes, yeah. Because I'm not this smart. We're so going to give him credit. He keeps working this president's theme. And so I, I saw, it was yesterday, I think, he saw, because of the, the in theory, the upcoming indictment of, of Trump, he decided to make all the presidents. Cam I, Harless. Yes. Yep. He, he was going to, he's, he's on Twitter. He was going to make them all as uh like comic book supervillains. Mm. It's fantastic. You really got to check I'm going
2: it. through it right now and I'll give you some of my favorites. <laughs> I... uh. The super villainous. He's got a poster. Yeah, support this guy, man. Yeah, we really should.
1: Yeah, he's doing some good work. He's out there. He's out there doing what? What I can only imagine. Like I'm not smart enough to figure this out.
2: No, he's got Obama as the Joker. Trump is the Red Skull.
1: Oh, I didn't even see that one.
2: He's got Joe Biden's swamp thing. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he looks like a zombie swamp thing or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, he's he's doing doing good good work, man. (laughs) This guy's this guy's bringing the entertainment to the masses. The um, what, what <laughs> I feel like you just had, I just feel like your brain just died on us in the middle think, of this. I think it does that once a show. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just yeah. it just, yeah. it just stops moving. Yeah. What do we, what was your last thing? You had a last thing, I thought. I meat, thought you had a meat really meatloaf, meatloaf, meat, meat, meat yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: meat. Uh, no, it wasn't meatloaf. It wasn't, uh, if your
2: mom would have listened to meatloaf cleaning up, your house would have been 30% cleaner easily. She's listening to the car. You can't clean on the carpenters, man. Come on.
1: Can you guys even name besides, besides shaking? Can you even name an Eddie Money song? No,
2: no, yeah, Two Tickets no. to Paradise. Oh, yeah, good job. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: You I, w- I want to go back. That's a I good can't end. name one that compares to <laughs> Meat Loaf's worst song. There needs to be, There's someone needs to get, like, I, I've been reading about it for years, Is like, you know, the holograms, like, eventually you're going to. Take gonna, Me Home Tonight. How about
2: that? That's I, a couldn't, good. I didn't know that was him. Um, I'll give him props for that one. That's a good song. <laughs> yeah. I've
1: been reading about it for years, how we're, like, on the cusp of this hologram technology where you're going to pay to go somewhere, and you're going to see, like, yeah, it's know, Michael coming. Jackson it's and Prince and, For sure. and Biggie Smalls—you're gonna see all these people on like one stage, and you're gonna believe, you're gonna like believe it's true. Yeah, and they'll have the AI to back it up,
2: man. And they'll go to the point where they'll be able to, t- through the power of technology, yeah. they'll be able to probably fairly accurately like reproduce their personalities. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, that's crazy to think about, man, the well, the depths to which they're going. So I
1: want to jump ahead of that. I want that technology to come here, and then I want to see, like, dead artists versus other dead artists. On yeah, like, a, like a wrestling. View. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a music slash wrestling. God, you're so ahead of the curve.
2: <laughs> oh, they're singing and they're wrestling one another? Yeah, they sing first. That. They wrestle yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. Like some kind of hologram game show. Yes, Yes. I think what it's going to be, man, I think we're going to buy Like the hologram thing is great, but I think we're going to go the 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 augmented reality route mm-hmm. and we'll be able to you'll be able to put on those fancy glasses you've got right now. And you'll be able to see uh, zombie Joe Biden right beside me, uh, the supervillain version.
1: Uh, back to legal, back to legal. We've talked about this before. We're, I, and hopefully we don't have to talk about it much more. Hopefully it just becomes a thing. But, uh, you know, the North Carolina I believe the North Carolina House just passed a version of the bill that may allow sports betting in North Carolina. Have you been following that, Joseph? I know I ha- you have. I have not been following that, Joshua. But uh, we talked about it the last time.
2: I thought it was a slam dunk, brother. And it and, just disappeared, uh, And then
1: it just fell off the radar.
2: So, But I can tell you what didn't fall off the radar gambling. <laughs> and I can tell you, people have still been gambling. Look, that's the thing, man. People. Are doing it right? Yeah, like, for sure. There's people in North. There's a lot of North Carolina citizens gambling right this minute. Yeah, and you know who's making no money off of
1: that? ACC the, fans, the, the state of North Carolina, are not benefiting whatsoever. I, I don't understand. I don't. I've never understood the justification for the you know making certain things illegal. Right. You know, like, you know, of course, alcohol is legal, but it's yes. tightly, I would, I would argue tightly controlled, sure. you know, uh, you know, as uh,
2: best it can, like how much more like what else could you do to regulate it? Right. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, give the example, you know, I go to New York and they regulate a lot of stuff. Right. You know, I have a concealed carry, but I, I you know, when we travel to New York, I can't conceal carry. I'll go yeah. to prison. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I know that hurts
2: you to not have your burner on
1: you, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you, you walk into like a convenience store in New York, you buy any liquor you want to. Right. I mean, you just, I'll get the six pack of beer and give me eight bottles of Jack Daniels. You know, it is no big deal. And down here I could carry a gun anywhere I wanted to, but like I can only buy my liquor at an ABC store Monday through Saturday, certain hours. Um, so I, this goes back – but that argument goes back to, I, I think, marijuana in North Carolina, its its it seems ridiculous.
2: Same concept, man. Guarantee a lot of people smoking on that marijuana in North Carolina and the state of North
1: Carolina making $0 off of that. Why Why spend the money – so why spend the money to criminalize sure. gambling, criminalize marijuana. marijuana, you know, have our officers out there, you know, lives on the line defending these laws to make the stuff illegal when – And the resources required to prosecute to do – You know, I'm with you, man,
2: as opposed to, 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 making it legal, heavily regulating it, um, educating about the drug. Cause it's not like we're sitting here saying like, you can go smoke a bunch of weed and just gamble. Like that's not, it's not like that's a <laughs> slam dunk for a good life plan. Like there's definitely drawbacks and there's people that's whose right. lives have been ruined by oh, both absolutely, of those things. Absolutely. So we're not sitting here saying like, it's the best thing ever to go do it. Uh, but at the same time, like there's the reality is there, you're right. People are doing it. And, um, There there's a lot of places where this has been legalized and you've seen just exponential benefits to the state in terms of revenue that was generated. And I'd be interested to see scientific studies about, you know, the drawbacks. Right. Like to the citizenry, like like the fact that it's legalized, uh, you know, has have these places just fallen into just complete
1: disarray because of it, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, well back to sports betting, people are doing it like it's very you can you you could do it very easily The you know, the NCAA, you know, people pick their brackets and uh, my kids were asking me, my kids want to get into like an NCAA pool. And technically, that's it's a little late. But yeah, it's a little late
2: now. But now's the time to do it, brother. Now's the time to do it. That first round. It's over. It's ended. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to. It gonna has want,
2: ended, man. Yeah, I don't. It didn't I end. didn't want us to bring it up on today's <laughs> show. You know,
1: <laughs> look, State, Duke, Carolina, all not all out of the tournament or not not in the tournament, as the case may be. But it, the tournament's over. I care it's less what it happens. What,
0: what does yeah. the ACC have left going into the weekend? Miami. Oh,
2: that's right. We do yeah. have Miami, and I, I, I'm pulling for Miami. I'm not going to watch them play. I'm not going to pay attention to any of the results, man. I'm very disgruntled about that that tournament, man about that tournament.
1: You know, I was really hoping the ACC would show up for that, man, and we did Yeah, Duke had an unfortunate injury, man, and then
2: had to play a football game, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, it was a very physical game. Yeah,
2: Tennessee called for seven less fouls, and they were called all year long. And they were just out there mugging folks, yeah. man. And yeah. I like a good mugging. like, like That's I, the
0: third best defensive team yeah. in the country, and well, now can we know murder <laughs> people. Yeah, <laughs> when you can outright murder
1: people. Uh, you know what was fun though. The, you know, I, the tournament's over, and my, I don't care who wins it. I'll never remember who wins it. You're right; it doesn't matter to me I at know. all. I don't even know if it matters. Some I don't wins know if it, Princeton right?
0: wins it. I, we'll if remember Princeton that,
1: and
2: I'll be fine with that too. Man. Yeah, I'd be okay. with that. But again, that. I'm not going to watch them play. No, not at all. The World
1: Baseball Classic was fun.
2: Yeah, sure. yeah. And hockey. You watch that instead of hockey. What's up with you not supporting your this is North the t- Carolina uh, hockey team? I think
1: <laughs> I think everybody knows. I love hockey as much of as a. Um, well, that's not true. I was gonna say as much as a native North Carolinian who grew up not knowing hockey yeah. or understanding hockey or even realizing that hockey was a game sure. could like hockey. It's but it's growing
2: on you, man. That's right. what it does. It grows on you like a fungus.
1: It's yeah. very fun. It right? is great, man. And and
2: you you just the more the more you get into it, man, the more it's going to start taking you over. Well, and it's been around for 25 years now. Yeah, it has, man. And the mm-hmm. kids, man, the the kids love it. And it's extremely popular.
1: <laughs> it is. It's among the kids. This is the time of the year, though. Like, I, you know, college basketball is number one to me. That's the number one sport. And when, when that's over for me, as it often is as a state fan, <laughs> Right. So when it's over for me, I go right into this. Is when I'm super excited about baseball. And I really start getting into the Braves for like a month. Yeah, and then I fall out of it, and I'm I'm like a free agent until football starts. So let me
0: let me ask you this: as a bar owner. Uh, what what season is best for you from a patron standpoint? I mean, drinking season is three hundred and sixty-five. Right? Yeah, is it I, NFL? I think it's NFL. It's a slam dunk, man.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's one of the only sports people you know willing. And I, I don't say people; I mean, me too. Like, willing to leave their house, sure, want right. to watch it with other people who are fans. Yeah, it's
0: good to go to a bar. To now, watch do you have a NFL? fan club that meets at your establishment? Well,
1: no, no, we were very close. We were very close to putting together a Bills uh, fan club, as 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 you may know. I I'm a Panthers fan. I, 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 the Bills are a okay with me. My, yeah. my wife is from Buffalo, so the kids have gravitated towards Josh Allen and the Bills. I think the Panthers are going to be really good next year, though. Oh so yeah, I They're think sh- we, slam dunk, brother. I think we got a chance to win them back. But uh, but yeah, we have a lot of Bills fans who like to come out and watch the games. Panthers, we we didn't have a lot of Panthers fans this well, year. Well,
2: it's tough to be. You got to really try to be a Panthers fan yeah. lately. It's work. It's a hard work, man. It's a really hard work. Did you guys see Cam Newton was at the Auburn yeah. Pro Day? Yeah. And he worked out? Oh, yeah. He should be a backup somewhere. He probably would. I mean, we'll see, man. There wasn't last
1: year, right? No one signed him last year.
2: No, and uh, and, you know, he came back for the Panthers not long ago and had that one decent game, and then it kind of fell off a cliff. But can we blame him for that? If
1: you were to bet on Cam Newton being a backup, if you're gonna in, in North Carolina making yeah, sports bet, yeah, bet. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know, man. I can't pretend to be knowledgeable yeah, enough he's to done. know. He's done. I don't, think he, I don't think he makes it back. Yeah. He's a better quarterback than uh, Eddie Money. I'll tell
1: you that right now. I don't know, man. I Probably mean, better singer. Are you too. talking about Eddie Money in his prime versus yeah, Cam Newton? What now? was his
2: prime? Come on.
1: I think you take. You th- I think you take a 1979 Eddie Money. Yeah. And he might be better than a 2023 Cam Newton.
2: I bet Meatloaf could tackle Cam Newton though. Right now, <laughs> he'd from the a, grave. He'd, he'd have to catch him first. Yeah, I think, f- I think he'd, he'd give 100% <laughs> he'd a hundred percent.
1: He'd be a good right guard. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: he'd be a good. You put him anywhere on that <laughs> field, Josh, and he's an all pro. <laughs> Speaking of all pros, the Outlaw Lawyers have to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back into the Outlaw Lawyers final segment of the program. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer and also hosts of this show. They're practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. If you're facing a legal situation, you need some answers. I've got a phone number for you. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly, what that call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Josh?
1: I got two things for you, Joseph. In our last segment, anytime we do this show, especially when it's just me and you, Especially when it's just me, you, and, and Morgan. I was going to say thank you.
2: Yeah, Mor- Morgan's here, too.
1: <laughs> Don't forget about Morgan. I feel like I have to remind the listeners that me and Joe are attorneys. And, and not only are we definitely. attorneys. And you I would play
0: it on the radio. Yeah, we're definitely attorneys.
1: I would argue that we're good, knowledgeable attorneys. I think you got to argue it man. I think the facts <laughs> speak for themselves. I feel like when we talk about silly stuff sometimes we have to remind remind the folks who may be listening that that is that is in fact the case that we are real attorneys. Um so that was the but first We're th- real people too, Josh. That's the other thing. Some of us fixate on
2: Eddie money. Yeah, some of us yeah, we're going to give you some some we're going to give you a couple of black marks
1: for that. But uh otherwise man Now and we've talked about some legal things. Like I think it's important at this point, in the, at this juncture in the show, the last segment, we have to point out that we've talked about three legal topics. That's right. We get one random uh, crapshoot
2: for every three legal topics we discuss. And
1: so I thought the best thing to talk about for our last segment, since we've done our duty and we've talked about three legal uh, topics, is uh, a spillover from last segment. So let's say let's say you got yourself an XFL team. Oh, yeah. All right. We All
2: should right. Have, we got to start plugging that XFL, man. It's fun. It is fun. It's yeah, owned by The Rock, correct? Yeah. yeah. Kids yep.
1: love it, man. We like the Beer Snake, the DC, was it DC yeah. Defenders? DC yeah. Defenders. Um, you got an XFL team, but you can only have players who are also professional musicians mm-hmm. and they're automatically in their prime, no matter dead or alive. Whew. Who's your first pick? It's a draft. Don't you take like Henry Rollins? You could? Yeah. Yeah, that could be your first
2: thing. He take. seems like he would have bring the intensity. Where are you putting him? I'm putting him at middle linebacker or defensive end. Maybe an outside linebacker that can kind of be a hybrid and he can come. He can uh, he can get into three-point stance when he's needed to. So I'm taking notes. I'm taking yeah. notes of our... Yeah. Yeah. All to right. put this team together. Yeah. How about you? Morgan, you taking? No, no, Morgan's don't next. Say mo- don't Morgan. say any
0: money. Morgan, Toby Keith.
2: Yeah, okay. Oh, he's, right. he's got I the experience. Yeah, yeah, I do see that. I can see it. I can see that. I'm going with iced tea. I'm gonna take uh yeah you wanna you want give any commentary on why I just iced really tea. I just
1: really like Ice Tea I think Ice Tea'd be a good he's
2: energy probably, guy he'd yeah. be in the huddle getting the team high maybe cup. like a maybe like a safety I got I got one I got a deep cut for you um there's the big Hawaiian guy that sang the uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow song we're taking that guy we're putting him at uh we're putting him at nose tackle I don't remember
1: his name but did, wasn't he always on
2: oxygen. Give him some oxygen. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't have oxygen. You, you put pump that guy in. Keep put it. Put you're mean, Josh. Yeah, you're Josh, mean. Come you're on. Him let it. him he's have an
0: oxygen p- tank. We're not
2: talking about oxygenated version. We're talking about prime. You said they're automatically in their prime. They're <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> and this guy's jacked
1: in his prime, so you're, obviously. You're making him like a nose guard. Like yeah. Patriot. He's Vince Wilford, baby. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not getting. What are you going to do? All right. He got Morgan. Who's next?
0: Uh, Chris Stapleton. To do what? <laughs> to do what? To tight end, tight tight tackle. In? Yeah, He's a he big fella. In. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah. I
1: think yeah, yeah. I think he had a good tackle. Um, it's my turn, isn't it? I'm going offensive line. By the way, right, I know that? you're stacking up your offensive yeah, line. Yeah, sometimes short. you got to. Uh, who's the guy from the uh, harmonica guy from the '90s band, Blues Travelers guy?
2: I'm really? I going to put him on he the line. He lost a ton yeah. of weight though. He lost. This is prime. prime. Well, maybe you can maybe you pick. Maybe you don't want prime him because that's probably him when he lost his weight. Yeah. Maybe you go fat him. Right? Yeah. You can pick the stage of their life they're in.
1: All right. That's uh, that sounds like a good role. All right. Who you got next.
2: I'm taking a Marky Mark uh, from, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg when he was Marky Mark in The Funky Bunch back when he was d- d- committing crimes and stuff. Like Underwear when he was model. really he had yeah. an edge to him. Mm-hmm. I'm putting him at running back. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Mm. All right, you got Morgan Vanilla Ice. Okay. Really? It's along Light those out. same
2: lines, Light yeah. Out, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a lot of energy, man. A lot of good energy. He did. He did. I'm out of people, but uh, you know, I think we still got some time left, right? So, <laughs> I uh, this is neither here nor there, but I played uh, I played basketball yesterday for the first time in a long time. How and, are you, you know, feeling? How you I feeling? terrible. That's what this is about. You always told me, man, I was going to get old and decrepit like you are, and uh, I didn't believe you. <laughs> And about halfway through, I realized I was like, "This is the worst I've ever felt in my life. This yeah. is the most helpless
1: I've ever felt." For me, for me, it was it was really thirty eight. Man, thirty eight. I made a <laughs> I made a stat. I made I tried to like play like you know and it was like I was having to take aspirin before I played I was having to take aspirin after I played I think I've still got I
2: think if I I've not been trying I think if I try I think I can still salvage like another seven months man but I gotta try like starting today I have to start trying you gotta live it man and get in that window but it was bad it was really bad and all I could think about was like I'm turning into you
0: man (laughs) And, you know, for better and for worse. (laughs) So, For better and for worse. The Outlaw Liars. We have another show in the books. Remember, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer are your hosts, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We will see you on the radio next week.
1: is hosted by an attorney licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on the show may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion of the show is meant to be general in nature and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney, licensed in the state in which you live, had the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on the show are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of the show, contact us directly.